The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the fourth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, The dominion of God is as if someone would scatter the seed on the ground, and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. The sower does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, and then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once the sower goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. Jesus also said, with what can we, com can, with what can we compare the dominion of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, Jesus spoke the word to them, and they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but explained everything in private to his disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 118, verse 24. That's a little extra verse surprise that I have thrown into worship today from one of my favorite psalms, one of my favorite books of the Bible. And as much as it was for you, it is also for me, or my family, I should say. We are so glad and grateful to be able to celebrate our boy Magnus's sacrament of holy baptism in this community today. It is very much the day that the Lord has made, but I, I would be so moved by the Spirit to sing the praise of this psalm even if we weren't celebrating a baptism today. Because every day that we have in this life, although often difficult, it is worthy of praise to God. Be it the third Sunday after Pentecost, or the day before, or after even a hundred days from now. The truth is, God walks with us through every day of this life. And our baptisms, all of our baptisms, are just one reminder of the inseparable relationship and the promises we have from our God through Jesus. It's difficult to celebrate this relationship at times because we don't fully understand it and in the times that we fail to show our understanding of the promises by not living them out. So not only does our son Magnus enter into these sacramental promises today, but he also enters into the complex relationship that we have with our God. It is a relationship and faith that, like the mustard seed, begins in the depths of some extremely rich soil. But also the seed is very vulnerable 
in its early stages of growth, just like our faith. The same is true for all of us at the beginning of our faith journey and at different points throughout our faith journey. Jesus' parable in our gospel passage remark is an important one, but not only for what happens to the mustard seed. The smallest of seeds that becomes the greatest of shrubs, as you heard. Rather, our attention could benefit from focusing on the nature of the soil that only God can provide. This soil is a metaphor for the enduring love and nurturing that only God can give. It has given through Jesus. This is what we celebrate every time we exclaim, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is what we celebrate in baptisms like for Magnus and for all who've entered into the promises of this relationship with our Maker. Any good farmer or gardener, for that matter, knows how important it is that the soil they plant their seeds in is rich and hospitable. And the truth of it is, as much as we want to control the quality and the ability of that soil, it is really outside of our control. This metaphor of soil that God provides is the same. We can try to control the figurative soil of our lives, but only God can provide the soil we need to grow the seed of our faith. This soil of God has a transforming power, far beyond anything we can ask or imagine. This soil of God gives amazing shape to the fruit that it bears. The work of the soil begins at our creation and is continued in sacraments like baptism and communion and other milestones of faith. And all the while, we are called to trust that God's good soil will provide what is needed for our faith to grow. The first reading from Ezekiel today, it also reminds us of how rich a fruit God's soil can bear in these strong cedar trees that find their deep roots in the earth to the very ends of the branches that provide shelter for every created being. This shelter of God is for every created being. In our second reading from 2 Corinthians today, for me, it really draws all these themes and today's central message together. We are a new creation in Christ. We are called to a faith, a confidence, that no matter where we are in this life, God is with us. And the first few verses of this passage make clear in the language that we are, whether we are at home, we are, we are away, we are in Christ. Because this is not our home, our true home, as you've heard me preach before. So what does it mean for us to live out this identity, this calling? What does it mean to walk by faith and not by sight for you? A poignant question from our reading, a challenge for us. It is a challenge and a calling for us to surrender to being made 
and new. But that can be very difficult because we are a stubborn bunch. We don't readily change or want to give up control of our lives because of what we are truly devoted to. Because we are stuck in this human point of view that is according to human standards, as you heard from that reading in Corinthians. But if we allow ourselves to be made anew in Christ, to truly walk by faith and not by sight, then those standards become renewed, reevaluated, refreshed. And there is something very liberating about that notion. It is a notion that has transformational implications. But we live in fear of what dying to our selfish ways will do, because dying is painful, and not just physical death, but death to selfish ways. Because only living according to selfish ways, it is easy, it is comfortable. But once we take the step to cast aside our selfish ways by dying to that old self, that old way of life, then we rise to serve. Because we are a resurrected people. And it is a painful process. But in that pain, the Spirit is working a new life for us. A life that is so much more wholesome and happier and connected to our God. Not that God felt disconnected before, but because that feeling is one that we have as a consequence of the old life. So not only is dying to ourself painful, but living can be painful as well. Whether physically, like for Magnus, who has a heart defect, or anybody who suffers from any physical ailment. But also because of the emotional strain that we experience in this life. Not only is our impending death something that gives us tension, but the living part itself is filled with tension and pain. It is a pain that God does not condone, but also God does not ignore it. God meets us in it through the cross and pulls us through to a resurrected life in Jesus, a new creation in Christ, life anew. This is what we celebrate in Magnus's baptism today and in all the baptisms in Christ's church throughout the world. Perhaps you'll remember your baptism today. You'll probably remember a few weeks ago I sang one of my favorite hymns for you as a part of my sermon that day. Because not only does the melody of that hymn stir up the transforming work of the Spirit in baptism for me, but so do the beautiful lyrics that remind us about what it means to live into those promises every day. So hopefully now that you're familiar with it, we'll sing it together as our sending hymn. It's already become a recurring lullaby that I sing to Magnus, and I think that he has come to like it. So please help me in singing to Magnus today. He'll hear you. He'll be outside for our sending hymn. So to my dear Magnus and to my dear sisters and brothers in Christ with praise and thanksgiving, let us join together in song that all are welcome 
let us sing it proud and strong, not enslaved but set free. From now on, all will be one in Jesus, one in water, baptized and set free. <laughs>